Welcome to this episode of SDI Encounters, a podcast from SDI, the home of spiritual companionship. I'm Matt Whitney. On this podcast, we share stories and conversations around spiritual care, companionship, and contemplative practice across a diverse range of traditions and experiences. Spiritual companions support others on their spiritual journeys through life. Spiritual companions are welcoming and present with those they companion, listening and responding without judgment. And spiritual companions are contemplative and honor silence as a spiritual practice. You can learn more about our work at our website, sdiworld.org. If you're enjoying this podcast and you want to help us share and spread the word about the life-giving practice of spiritual companionship, you can help us out by subscribing to this podcast through your favorite app. You could give us a like or even write us a review. Thank you for listening. Nancy Shadlock is the CEO and founder of Centered Life Coaching. Her website is www.centered.ca. Nancy has a Master's of Arts in Spiritual Formation from Cary Theological Seminary in Vancouver. After completing spiritual direction training through SoulStream and serving many years as a spiritual director, she expanded into the coaching field to help people hear the divine in not just their spiritual life, but also the pain points that show up in their business, relationships, and health. We hear from Nancy in this conversation with Frederica Helmier about a few of the differences between spiritual life coaching and spiritual direction. And also, we receive some beautiful insights into the use of artistic clay and pottery as spiritual practice. Nancy's offering a workshop at our upcoming Santa Fe conference called Examine the Play-Doh with examine spelled E-X-A-M-E-N, the Play-Doh. She describes it as a hands-on kinesthetic workshop leading into creativity and insight in which the Play-Doh is molded into an image of current limitations or struggles and then to form another totem of what is the fullness of life you are being called into. This workshop is perfect for those who are ready to hear from source in a fresh way are those who regularly companion others who are looking to add a form of artistic expression to their companioning practice. Um, so Nancy, thank you for joining us for the SDI podcast. We are honored to get to spend some time talking with you this week. Uh, I wanted to begin by asking you to share with folks who are listening just a little bit about um, who you are and where you are right now and what you what you spend your time doing. Mm. I am many things. <laughs> I am a mom and a wife and a life coach and a spiritual director and a potter. Um, yeah, so I kind of spend my days with an intermingling of all of those things. Um, right now, uh, my babies are about a year and a half old. I have a son and daughter and my wife and I were pregnant at the same time. So we had this experience of having a year off together um, for maternity leave, which was pretty incredible. 
Thank you, Canada, for that. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, in that time, I I kind of did a refocusing and shifted kind of from strictly doing, not strictly doing spiritual direction practice, but mainly doing spiritual direction to entering more into life coaching. And um, I also still teach pottery classes uh, a couple evenings a week. And a combo of all those things. So Nancy, for folks who, for whom the term life coach is not all that familiar, can you share briefly what you understand a life coach to be and to do? Mm-hmm. I had a client that gave me feedback that was really helpful. She said she's, you know, been part of personal growth work for years and years. She herself is a spiritual director and she she said in counseling, she focuses a lot on her, her past and working through healing that in spiritual direction. It's very much present focused and where is God meeting me in the now. And then in life coaching, it's more future focused and what is next. Hmm. I feel like that really describes them all really well. That's a really interesting distinction. Do you find that when folks come to you with a request for either spiritual direction or for life coaching, are they bringing to the table assumptions that the spiritual direction will have spiritual elements and the life coaching will, will not, or is there a real openness to uh, exploring their, the future, the direction that they're headed in, in a, in a spiritual context as a, with a life coach? Yeah, I'm pretty open on my website about my, spiritual direction past and my training and that and things. And so I think anyone that signs up to work with me knows that I'm going to have kind of a spiritual lens um, that I'm coming at it from. But yeah, like I think there's a lot of similarities for spiritual direction and life coaching because both of them come down to paying attention to the soul and what's going on in that deep place. Mm -hmm. And so in both of them, I'm helping people listen to where is the, the divine showing up in their life. And maybe what is the divine calling them into next is more of the life coaching aspect. Do you find uh, in your own practice and in that of your colleagues, are you noticing that there are certain demographics that are gravitating towards one versus the other? Yeah, I would say um, younger people are more focused on on life coaching and maybe because it's like connected to career business and relationships and things like that um all, all throughout my my time as a spiritual director i felt like it's a bit of a misnomer because people that are in really conservative christian churches get weirded out when you say spiritual because they think it's too broad and airy fairy and scary and then people that are maybe more liberal are like spiritually directed. I don't want you to direct me spiritually. I want to like explore my own spirituality. And so I think that's part of what helped me realize that life coaching is a really beautiful other way um, because it, it gives a wider entry point for people. Life coaching has a broader entry point for people. So they may not feel that something's off spiritually because that's a, a more tender place that we don't spend a lot of time paying attention to. Mm-hmm. They may notice that 
their relationship feels off or in business, they're not feeling um, fulfilled. And so those are entry points that help them come and meet with me. And then in that we can help them pay attention to where the divine is meeting them in that mm-hmm. and calling forward into next. That's really beautiful, Nancy. I spent some time working with a life coach for the first time in my life uh, earlier this year. And I was hesitant because most of the life coaches I knew were, were relatively young. They were sort of, maybe you might say they were still first half of life people. Mm-hmm. And I came into it thinking, how can, how, can you, how can you be a life coach unless you're like 85 and have had this like rich, rich decades worth of experiences and then you can, and then you can coach me and <laughs> how to live my life. And what I learned in the process was that these are folks who are very well equipped to um, extract things in me that that were already there uh, and to hold up a mirror in some really interesting ways. And there was a particular purpose. I did have some some career goals in mind, but I found that by and large, I was uncovering things about my values and my essence and my strengths and my um, the, the the way that I wanted to be in the world that was incredibly helpful and for me was very spiritual. And my coach, who, who did not identify as a spiritual companion or spiritual director, but a life coach, was taking me on a journey that was undoubtedly spiritual and involved things like breath work and um, exercises that, uh, that were essentially profoundly spiritual or even religious. And I found it to be very, very useful. And it's got me wondering if there are a lot of folks, especially um, millennials or zennials or, or younger folks who are navigating through the first part of their careers and their relationships and first half of life issues and figuring out who they are and who they're going to walk through life with and what they're going to spend their time doing um, that would benefit tremendously from these practices. And based on where they're coming from, they might gravitate towards something that's called spiritual direction or spiritual companionship, or they might gravitate towards something called life coaching. There's lots of other options as well. Um, But that these have so much in common. They have a really interesting kind of shared foundation of helping to to draw out that which is kind of already inside. Did you know that SDI organizes travel experiences? We call these SDI journeys. SDI has been leading passionate travelers on spiritual journeys around the world for over 25 years. Not just vacations, but truly exceptional trips filled with inspiring and enriching experiences. We have upcoming journeys planned for 2020 in Iona, Scotland, and an Ignatian journey through Spain. Explore our site to find out more, sdijourneys.org. That's sdijourneys.org. And now here's part two of our conversation. So tell us a little bit about your practices as a potter. How did you come to pottery and um, how does pottery connect with your work as you companion others, both in life coaching and in spiritual direction? Yeah. Um, it's my pottery practice is kind of all connected in with my education. Um, something you just mentioned about 
people being older needing to be older to be in these careers like that's one of my limiting beliefs as well and one of the things I've had to kind of work through even with logistics because as like a 25 year old I was wanting to take spiritual direction training and it was really hard to find a school even that would accept me at that age. Like some of them had like a 35 age gap or um, cap that you needed to be to enter into them. And so I eventually found a school in Vancouver um, called Cary Theological College that would let me (laughs) come and, and, and have these deepening practices and get a master of arts in spiritual formation and do a practicum through that of spiritual direction the soul stream and while I was there um the director of the program became a really good mentor of mine and at one point she was like I think you need to check out Grandview Calvary Baptist Church and I was like okay I don't know like Baptist sounds very conservative but I'll check it out and I went and I felt at home right away it was like this ragtag bunch of people with this man with mental illness stood up in the middle of the service and came over and shook my hand and just like all these beautiful things happening in the service. And then they gave me a list of all the different offerings that happened out of this space in this East Vancouver church. And one of them was a pottery studio. And so there was um, a studio in the basement of the church and it was a drop in for people from the downtown East side to come and have an artistic outlet. Um, and then also a social enterprise where they were creating jobs for people with barriers to employment. Um, and so I started volunteering there and fell in love with the crazy people that were in there and also learned a lot of pottery through it. And, um, yeah, I eventually made a, a product line of travel mugs that have a cork on the top that you pull out and put your coffee in and has little sippy cup holes and, um those became pretty hot sellers and just kind of made my own pottery business from that and then when I moved to Calgary um I'm from Alberta originally and I built a tiny house and I couldn't find anywhere in Vancouver to park my tiny house because space is such a premium there as you would know in Seattle (laughs) and um so the first person I asked in Calgary was like, here, come park my, your tiny house in my backyard. Okay. <laughs> and so I moved into the city and set up my own studio nearby where my house was. And I've been teaching classes here ever since. Wow. And how, how Nancy, do you bring clay into the work that you do with, um, with folks one-on-one, if at all? Is that something that you are inviting folks to to bring into the life coaching and the spiritual direction sessions? Yeah, especially working on the wheel is incredibly, it shakes us in the inner core. Like, I don't know if you've ever, ever tried it, but it, it takes a lot of concentration and, and the clay receives your energy so easily. And so if you have a a second of disbelieving yourself, the clay feels it and flops off. (laughs) And so it's incredible to to work with people and have them stand there or sit there and be working on the wheel. And I had one client that was like, 
oh, I can hear my mom's voice in my head saying, you can never do this. You're not artistic. <laughs> Her thing fell off the wheel. Like it, it's incredible how much our, our limiting beliefs and our thoughts come up while we're doing that. And especially because creativity is something that's so tender. And many of us got messages as kids that you're not an artist, like leave that for the professionals. And so it's, it's both terrifying and exciting because people come and in a couple classes, they can make something and it's beautiful. And also they watch me and it seems so easy, but then they get on the wheel and they try and it's hard. And, and it's very rare for people these days to have something that they're not good at originally. Like I think most of us, if we're not good at something, we just don't do it. But to come to a class regularly and be like, I'm not good at this yet, but eventually I, I will be. And I did an exercise recently with one of my advanced students that we turned the lights off. Ooh. We did it in the dark. And she, she said it was the most still her mind has been in six months. Wow. And just like, she'd been making pieces before we turned the lights off and they were okay. And we turned the lights off and the, the two pieces she made in the dark were incredible. Like wow. the, the walls were consistent. The shape was beautiful. And she was just like, Whoa, like it's amazing how much better my work is when I'm not overthinking it. That's so interesting, Nancy, especially a, a medium that's so tactile. There is no, there is nothing between your hands and then the, and the, and the, the, the thing, the piece that you are creating, I suppose, unlike some art forms where you've got a tool in your hand and then the tool is, is working with sort of the paint or the pencil with the charcoal or whatever it might be. This is something where your hands are intimately involved in the, the product that you're making. And if you remove then those other senses, you remove the sense of sight, you're inviting your hands to become even more engaged and connected and sensitive to what is being shaped. Mm -hmm. So for our conference next April in Santa Fe, you are offering a workshop where unfortunately there won't be wheels. I wish there could be. Uh, but instead, folks are invited to come into a space and spend some time with you and have a lump of, of clay. Can you talk about what you're planning to invite folks to do around an experience of kinesthetic, tactile, spiritual companionship using a, a lump of clay? Mm, yeah, this is a practice that I've brought into my own um, life coaching and sometimes spiritual direction practice. Um, because it, it is, it's so easy to do anywhere. You don't need a wheel. And I'm excited to invite all of your people to, to have this in their toolbox as another way to companion people. We'll, we'll start with a lump of clay. We'll probably use Play-Doh at this one because there won't be any firing afterwards that way. And then people will have their Play-Doh to take home and use in their practice. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and we'll separate it into two, two, two lumps. And one we'll basically be doing the examine. And so one lump will be um, what was not life-giving in this last week. See, And it's incredible how your hands just start moving and they start forming things. And you don't even maybe know at first what your hands are forming, but they will form something. And, and that form will speak to you and 
especially when we do it in a group setting where there's room for people to share what's come up for them. As you say, speak it out loud, you, you hear a new layer of what was formed in your hands. And then we'll go through it again and do what was life-giving and have an object for that. I'd love to invite people to make it some kind of a vessel that has room inside of it so that if you do want to keep the shape of whatever it is you made, you could have that on your meditation shelf and you could write, you know, what was not life-giving that day and put it inside that vessel. What was life-giving and put it inside that vessel and, and reuse it over and over. But also if you want to, do that kinesthetic practice every day or more often you have the play-doh so you can do that. Yeah. So Nancy, in addition to your, your coaching practices, do you offer anything else along the lines of retreats? I do. In fact, <laughs> um, I found that the, the synergy that happens when people come together is incredible. And when when many people that are wanting to move forward in their life in a certain area come together, it's just an incredible energy. And so I have one coming up at the end of January here in Calgary and it's called the dreams take flight retreat. Partly it's a, a play on the fact that we're meeting in the Calgary airport. There's a beautiful Marriott hotel right there that looks out on the runway. And so the whole time we'll be watching planes take off and think about what is it in me? What dream is ready to take flight? And what an interesting place to situate a retreat, Nancy. That's great. It's like you're reclaiming the airport space as just this in between transitional space that most folks want to get away from to go to where they're going to and be like, this is the destination. Yeah. See what, what gifts the airport can offer us. I love that. Totally. Yeah, I think it'll be very inspiring to to have space to kind of, yeah, step out of your normal life and reflect on, like, am I living the life that exactly how I want to be living? Is there this deeper dream that has been calling me and niggling at me and I keep putting it aside that, you know, maybe there's a, I have people that have a clothing line that they've been drawn to start, but it hasn't happened yet, or a an album that is ready to be birthed into the world. And, you know, maybe it's a, a practice or a, something else that needs to, to come to life and giving space to, to really see that and feel it. And, and then the support and the courage to step into it fully and then having that going forward back into your normal life so that you can make that thing happen. So are, are folks listening to this podcast able to learn more about this retreat and, and sign up somewhere if they're interested, if they're in the Calgary area or, or interested in flying into the Calgary airport? Yeah. Thankfully, they don't even need to rent a car. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. My website is www.centered.ca. And it kind of is a play on both my pottery and my life coaching practice that's centered. Uh, work and so on there you could find info about my retreats and then I also have made a special page for your listeners to be able to come and get a download of a meditation because I as a as a busy mom I get that it's hard to 
get meditation practice in every day. And I also recognize though that it's important to do something. <laughs> and so I've made a five minute meditation. It's basically the examine again, but in a five minute um, piece so that it's really doable. And I invite people to come and, and grab that and get on my mailing list. And I'd love to be part of your community more. And, and so, so folks can find that meditation also on the website centered.ca. Yeah. So it's centered.ca slash fly. Great. Well, thank you, Nancy. Uh, we feel really honored to get to have you join us in Santa Fe next year for the SDI conference and to get to, um, experience the the work that you do the coaching that you do uh the way that you bring clay and play-doh into these practices and that folks will hopefully get a chance to experience this and add it to their toolkit for spiritual companionship so thank you very much for taking some time to share a little bit about who you are and what makes you feel fully alive with with our folks thank you so much for having me it was wonderful This is Matt Whitney with Spiritual Directors International. Thanks again for listening. Your time and your presence here are deeply appreciated. If you liked this show and would like us to continue making them, please do subscribe now while it's fresh on your mind. Also, we would love to hear from you, so please feel free to send in your comments and suggestions to the email address podcast at sdiworld.org. To learn more about spiritual companionship and ways that you can plug in and join our community, visit us at our website at www.sdiworld.org. Thank you. Blessings and peace on your day. And may you share blessings and peace to others.